0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone. Got a pull-up right now. If the NBA season is over, what are the long-term ramifications for the fan base? How many fans are permanently gone? And it is split between 10 and 25%, PK. 10% of the fans gone. That's what 31% of the people are voting for. And 32% of the people think they'll lose a quarter of their audience. The more I think about it, uh, having thrown out 10 and 25 is kind of a range. I think it's more 10 because I think a lot of the self-selection has already happened. The people who are out are already out. The people who are in are way in. I don't know that there's that many people in the gray area that are going to be pushed out by this. I don't know. 10, I probably shouldn't dismiss 10%. That's probably still a big chunk of people. But Well, you wrestle with yourself and let me know what you come up with. DJ PK, it's time to bring in Thurl Bailey, he says, reading the liner and ignoring PK's last shot. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by... (laughs) Thurl is on the T-Mobile special guest line, T-Mobile and Sprint. Just move along, people. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Big T, good morning. It is a good morning. You know, some people would say it doesn't feel like a good morning, and I'm just, you know, being happy on the radio because that's what people want. You really think it's a good morning? You're upbeat. Why are you upbeat?
1: For me, it is. Come on, man. You know, you, you you get a chance to get up and start another day and figure out how you're going to get through it, right? Um, it's It could be worse, uh, and some would say it's pretty bad right now with everything that's going on. But, uh, listen, it is another day. We get a chance to make decisions. We have the freedom to, to choose what we want. So it's a good day for me.
2: Good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that, that uh, we need uplifting messages. And and you just gave us one. And I appreciate what you're doing. You know, there's like a million ways we can go with this discussion here in these next 15 minutes or so. And I got to preface it that I have no answers to any of these world problems or social problems that we have in our country. Uh, So don't look to me for answers. I can just have thoughts and ideas. Uh, Put it out there. And, you know, basically from you... Off the top of my head, what do you think of the players and their ideas to try to seek social change and we I think we all agree that that's a good way I mean that's that's a good thing to do, but the methods that they're trying to accomplish what is your your take on that?
1: Well, I think you have to understand guys that some of the beauty of this and I know it's a hard word to really bring clarity on because there's not a lot of beauty on that's going on but the fact that we live in a place that we have the freedom to decide what we want out of our lives what we want in this country uh we sometimes we don't have the freedom based on our choices to decide what those consequences are right and that's 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 where we have the responsibility to—that's why we have laws. That's why we have, uh, hopefully, have people that we trust that can, that are trained the right way to carry those uh, those laws out. But um, what I think, you know, of course, um, if you're asking me personally, what I think, you know, I, I think that that the players and the league. Uh, have the right, and and I I agree that they have the right to decide what they want to do based on their personal stance and their personal feelings. Now, there is something about coming together and deciding um, as a whole what is best and how that message is going to go out, and not everybody's going to agree with it, right? I mean, there are people out there that want to watch basketball and they don't think that this should be part of sports, uh, and I think they're wrong. I, I think that if there's injustices that are going on and you feel like they're wrong, I think there should be you have the freedom to be able to to voice that. so um, you know there's so many things going on right now there's there's racial injustice there's pandemic we're trying to get through there's other groups that are you know are are not are being disc- discriminated upon that's that's the country we live in right i don't think it's ever going to be cured or stopped in some sense but it's i think right now it's about awareness it's about why are you so quick to disagree before you understand all that's going on and when you do understand what's going on what side are you on well, Are you part of the problem or you're part of the solution so you know that's not a uh, you know that that's that's where I, I stand. I mean, I have my own personal feelings, um, but I also have to understand that I work for an organization that, that also has a stance and a position uh, that I, you know, I, I, I fully support. So, um, you know, if the players don't want to play, I, I, I get it. Uh, there are some that want to continue because there, there's a side of this that says, well, we're going to play, we're going to play in honor of, of those people who have been that we're going to dedicate these games we're going to dedicate our season um, but it it all just remains a matter of um, what perspective you see it from uh, and, and there's always going to be opposing forces on it
0: Got a thousand things I'd like to ask you Thoreau I'm having a problem deciding where I want to jump in here I suppose that we have to ask a little bit about the sports nuts and bolts, although I think there's more things that are more interesting than that. But uh, bottom line, do you think they're going to play?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to. Personally, I, I think they will. Uh, I think there's enough of a majority from what I'm reading and hearing that want to continue. And I think there's a majority that sees that this is a way to bring more exposure to social issues on a continual basis. Uh, and then there's those that say, you know, there's, there's, there's things that are more important than us playing on a basketball court. Uh, let's use our, voice, our voices in another way. Uh, so uh, I, I really don't know. Uh, I guess I'll find out shortly because I have a job to do as well.
2: We've heard from many African-American people that they've had to tell their children about if they should stop, be stopped by law enforcement. Obviously, you're an African-American, and obviously you have African-American children. I don't know if you've ever had that conversation, but if you did tell us what it was, and if you haven't, if you were to, what would be your explanation to them?
1: Well, first of all, my talk to them is they they better not put themselves in a situation where, or be in a situation where law enforcement needs to, you know, to show up. Um, And let's get right down to the point. You know, this incident that happened in in Wisconsin, I I don't know that police officer obviously who shot shot that gentleman seven times. Um, He could be the nicest man in the world. But My problem is, listen, I I have a brother who just retired from the police force, spent 25 years here in Salt Lake City, protecting and serving, um, doing community-oriented policing, COP. And I think it goes back to that situation where you need to be trained to de-escalate a situation situation. I mean, there's, there's got to be training that tells you that this man is not, you know, he, he's not responding to your commands. Maybe, you know, I, I'm not going to try to place blame or judgment in a particular place. But I do say if if, if that situation, in my eyes, probably could have been uh, de-escalated before all that happened. Now, that's just my point of view. Some may agree or disagree. Uh, so I think a lot of, uh, I think that we, we can go back to, um, tr- you know, training of officers. Because, uh, that, that, listen, that that, that gentleman could have been black, right? And, and But he wasn't. So with all that's going on, I think that the training has to, especially now, Right. I mean, that man just was thrust into, um, you know, a white cop shooting a black man. And so um, so we we already we already paint him as as a racist. Right. Because we, we don't. We see what we see. But my message to my kids is that there's a lot going on right now. Right. And so if you happen to there, there, there is. Uh, a such thing as racial profiling, and so uh, I hope that my kids wouldn't be in a situation where um, one they they have to be approached. But who knows? And if you are, you follow the law, you comply, um, and and you know that's 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 what I'm talking to my kids about, uh, among other things, with all this stuff going on. But it's a it's a tough conversation, not just for family, but for other people, for people of, of another race, for, you know, my white neighbors who you know, want to talk to me about my perspective and their perspective. So it, there's a lot of, a lot going on. And I don't know, uh, the minute I think that the, we may be making some progress with dialogue, uh, something else happens. So it's a, it's basically a continuing story. And I hope that, the awareness that these players are trying to bring, that the NBA is trying to bring, will have some effect somewhere.
0: So in addition to awareness, it's clear that some players want to do something, but NBA celebrity separates them from society. Some of the issues they want to work on, some that are at the forefront now, some that are equally important and aren't at the forefront now, but will be, there's already people working on them. And they they would love to partner with NBA players to whatever level NBA players, I mean, you, you travel a lot and you live somewhere else on the off season to whatever level they can. But there's this divide, and I think there's a lot of frustration there, a lot of frustration there. Do you think that ever gets bridged or NBA players are celebrities and they're citizens of the world and that's never going to get bridged? And the average Joe who's working on whatever issue, poverty issues, uh, education issues, Uh, voter drives, they're never going to get the support from the players. The players are always going to be a part because of celebrity.
1: Well, I don't know if it's, if they're they're always going to be a part by their choice. I mean, they have platforms, obviously. And and when you are deemed a celebrity, you you have a choice how to use that platform. You know, I, I choose to use mine for good. And I hope that, um, you know, that people see that and understand that Uh, they may not always agree with it, but um, here's the thing. Change is coming good or bad. It's coming and it's already here. Really? Um, We, I don't know one person that doesn't want positive change, even though we may disagree on the approach. We may disagree on, you know, whether it's who's leading that change um, it, it's, it's going to get here one way or the other until we all get tired of killing each other and fighting each other. Um, but uh, I, I think it's, it's good that these, these players and any celebrity has a platform to use to try to, 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 uh, to make progress. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody has the answers, guys. I mean, it, it, the answer obviously isn't violence you know it's not burning your own cities and and gun violence and and, and things like that i mean that's how others feel like change is going to happen um if it's if it's in a violent way i don't believe that i hope the majority of our country doesn't believe that but um it's it's there in front of our faces and i think every one of us even if we're not a celebrity uh you know we've got so many avenues now where we can voice our opinion, and uh, social media is full of them, uh, good and bad. So I, I don't know. Uh, I hope you guys weren't looking to me for answers because uh, <laughs> I really don't have any uh, definitive ones. I just have opinions about things like everybody else does. Yeah,
2: that's that's why I preface my thing. I certainly have no answers, and uh, you in your position. Uh, people are going to look to you. And so uh, I wonder, it's probably taxing on you that uh, people are going to look for you to provide wisdom.
1: It's not taxing on me. I mean, I, I, I invite it. I mean, I invite my perspective. I invite other people's perspective. The problem I have is when people don't, they can disagree with my perspective, but now they feel differently about me because I have a different perspective than they do. Right. Um, they, they have a different opinion about players because collectively they, they decide to bring awareness to something by kneeling the national anthem. Well, the, the beauty of it is, is that th- those people still love this country. Right. And they love the fact that they have the freedom to do that. Um, and a lot of people talk about, well, you know, a lot of people died for that flag. Well yeah, a lot of my ancestors died and got hung right to make this country great. And and for so many years uh, you know, weren't recognized. I mean, how many how many people really celebrate Juneteenth and know and know what that is. And so all I say is that we if we can educate each other and I can see where you're coming from, we can always agree to disagree, but I think the thing that we should agree on is that we want a country that that treats everybody equally and fairly? We don't have that, uh, and I'm not just talking about Black Americans, but I'm talking about gays and lesbians. I'm talking about uh, Jewish people. I'm talking about you know brown people, uh, poor people. So you know that's that's the that's the beauty of living here. I mean, in other countries, you know, people would be be imprisoned and shot and killed for, for having, you know, thinking that they have the freedom to, to decide what they want. But um, that's the conversation, you know, how can we sit down and decide how we are going to collectively make a change because the issues are right in front of us. Um, There's always going to be hate. It's always going to be people who don't really care. They just believe what they believe, what they grew up with. And they're always going to hate a different perspective and hate you for having that perspective.
0: Big T Thurl Bailey, join us here on 97.5 and twelve eighty, the Zone. <clears throat> so, Thurl, you have been in uh, in uh, basketball fans' collective consciousness since uh, Jim Valvano was running around the pit in Albuquerque, and you'd won the NCAA title. But doing the pre-half and post. You would occasionally, during the downtime, you and Pace got into stories and growing up and you told some stories about growing up in North Carolina, totally foreign to a guy who grew up on the West Coast. Totally foreign to me, right? And I'm curious, when you hear people say things are changing, in your experience, how much have things changed in your lifetime? How much for the better? How much for the worse? What have you seen, just in your own Personal experience.
1: Well, I think it's it's kind of ebbed ebbed and flowed, and uh, you know we've 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 taken some steps forward at certain times, and then taken ten steps backward. And you know you have to kind of divide that up into different areas. Obviously, I always believe that even even on a a smaller scale, I mean you, you have a. A collective people. Maybe it's a corporation. Maybe it's a family. Um, it starts, it starts from leadership, right? It starts from, from leadership of that particular group, whether it's the NBA, whether it's our country, um, taking a stand and, and having us see what that vision is, right. Uh, and 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 having us, you talk about Jim Valvano. He was a guy in our world that had a vision of doing great things. And he came to us and he said, "Guys, I I, I know what this vision looks like to me, but I I want you to help me paint it, paint this picture of what it can be, what a what a championship can be like." Um, and everybody brings their own personalities and. And everybody sits down. If you disagree on one thing, you come, kind of come to what's best for the majority. So I guess in answer to your question, I, 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 I grew up in the 60s and watched my parents um, in that civil rights mix and movement and be demeaned and be spat on and be told to go around the back and get your food, don't come in here. I mean, those are, those are realities. Those are things I, I have as a part of my legacy and, and, and history that I'm never going to forget. I'm always going to pass on to my, my kids and whoever else is interested in knowing those things, knowing kind of the plight of black America. And I say that because I'm part of black America. And uh, if there's some things I don't understand about your background, your history, then enlighten me. But, uh, you know, I just think that it, it has to start from leadership that... Believes that none of this can get better unless we all believe that it's wrong. Right? We all have to believe that we can't skate around it. We can't ride the fence on it. Um, we can't just take our values and say we're right. We just have to look at the whole picture. Uh, so there, you know, there's progress that has been made over time in, in different areas, and then you take a few steps back, and then we're at a period right now that's. It's almost like the beginning of a storm. It seems my wife and I, my wife Cindy and I, were talking. There's so much going on right now with not with just this racial unrest and and all the social justice and pandemic and fires in California. Uh, it just seems like it's it's uh, it's an interesting time, right? It's it's a it's there's a lot of good things going on. Don't don't get me wrong. It's not doomsday, but I think the overall picture of where we are as as a people in this country. um, We're not at a good place, guys.
0: Big T, Thurl Bailey, joining us here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Big T, thanks for coming in and sharing your perspective. We appreciate it.
1: Hey, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you.
0: Uh, we're scheduled to see you on TV today. Should we assume that we're not going to see you on TV today? Or Will you do half an hour explaining why you're not on TV today? What is the plan? I feel like you're supposed to be promoting that.
1: Um, I'm a, I'm, I've got my phone right here. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I've heard it. I've heard it uh, buzz a couple of times while I've been on the phone, but I don't know yet. Okay. So um, I, I think we're going as planned, unless you know until we hear something. But uh I'm hoping that, that we can continue to to play and see some great basketball and use that as a platform to to bring awareness to all this.
0: You got a uh, you got some camps coming up?
1: Yeah, well, you know, with the pandemic going on and I know school's back in kinda, um, that a lot of athletes, a lot of basketball players out there haven't had a chance to really work on their game. So, um, I partner with the Carmelone Training Center here uh, in Lehigh, and I have a free clinic coming up on Labor Day. And if people are interested in getting their kids in at any level, elite, beginner, doesn't matter, um, they can go to BigTBaileyBasketball.com to sign up. It's free. It doesn't cost them anything. Uh, you just bring a basketball and some water, and we're going to put you, put you to work.
0: Big T, Thurl Bailey, join us right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Thanks, Thurl.
1: Thank you, guys.